not easy. Who should be on Australian money? <laughs> Who should be? Pick a country. You can't have your own. <laughs> Who should be on their money? Michael J. Fox for Canada. <laughs> of course the music from points of view a bbc show that uh i don't even know if it's on anymore but a wonderful theme tune written by of course mr tom jones talking of tom jones he's not dead everyone so we celebrate another week having tom jones with us and we say tom did you know elvis <laughs> and if you did let us know i'm dan that's gavin he's be there belson we're both be there with belson it's a joint effort <laughs> he puts in more effort but we're both here Good Tom time. Jones did know Elvis. Did you know that? No way. Yeah. Oh, I, I've heard him talk about... You should I've never seen him mention this. I, I saw it once in an interview. Um, oh, no, no. I saw it once in every interview. Every interview. Every episode of The Voice. Every. Oh, bloody new Elvis. <laughs> I never... Bloody new Elvis, I did. I bloody went front his ass. He was a fan of me. Couldn't believe it. That's how he speaks. That's Elvis. No, that was not Elvis I was doing. You understand? That was Tom Jones. Yeah, right? I, okay. I I understood. I don't Elvis know is did. more... <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Could be a Frenchman. Could <laughs> be a Frenchman <laughs> eating uh, onion soup. Uh-huh. It's it's very good. Sick little baby. That's the wrong song. Right, let's start the show. Welcome back, everyone. As always, an absolute right. pleasure to have you with us. Um, Dan, how are you? Who are you? Not who are you. Dun, how are dun, you? Dun, dun, dun. Remember that band? The Who, was it? <laughs> Do I remember The Who? Yes, I'm Remember aware when Pete of the... Townsend started looking up kiddie porn? And Do you did remember it? why he said yeah. he did? Writing a book, wasn't he? Writing a book got away with it, didn't it? I think they uh, warned him or something, didn't I they? I think he had to be signing a register, uh, but well. he didn't go to jail, so... Well, in that case, he definitely got away with it. Let's not talk about that. I'm very well, thanks. Better than Pete Townsend. Well, <laughs> well he's all right at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> he's loving life. Just look at, don't look at his hard drive. Don't look at his hard drive. Oh, oh, he's probably not allowed a computer anymore. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. He doesn't know what's going on. He's got an iPhone, though, right? Got some sort of connection to the outside I world. don't know. Should he be allowed on the internet? He's on the Nokia... Uh, 3310? Yeah, why not? But he's racking up big scores on Snake. <laughs> so, dominating the world of Snake. Yeah, well, how are you? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm okay. I've, <laughs> full disclosure, everybody, I've been on an exceptionally long walk today, so I'm very tired. Oh, we still tuck it out like a, you know, when they throw sticks for dogs and they get all tuckered <laughs> out. Essentially, I'm a, someone... I'm a small dog that's been chasing a ball. Did someone throw something for you? Uh, no, no. But I'll tell you how long I was on the walk. How many steps? Fuck knows. Uh, about 23,000. Ooh, that's a well, lot of 23,000, there you go. Okay. Um, but I was on a walk so long, and it was sunny, so I had to turn the brightness up on my phone. My phone nearly died. Ooh. I don't know the last time my phone died. That's bad. Is it on the way out? I don't... No, possibly. Uh, <laughs> it got down to 1%. 1%. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh. I was having this conversation with a, a friend listener? of ours. <laughs> yeah, listener as well. Joshua Wilson. He was asking if I ever use cash and stuff like that. And I was saying I'm very much more of a phone tapper these days. Yeah. And sometimes, occasionally, I've gone out just with phone. But then you think, risky. Say everyone, I've taken yeah. the tube or something. What if the phone dies? Well, what do I do then? Yeah. What do I do? I can't do anything. Stranded. And you are trapped on the tube. I live there. I live ah. there <laughs> Until Wasn't there a horror film? I, I, saw, I saw a horror film where there was a monster in the tube. Oh, I think it was called Tubular Bells. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Tubular Belson. Tubular Bells on. Oh, let's write a new version of that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that's a that's a title. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you can have that. You might, have that theme might well song be. Go. Diddly diddly do. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. That's the X-Files you're doing there. Very spooky, though. <laughs> got to admit, spooky show. I never got into the X-Files. You were a fan. I was a fan, yeah. I never got into it. I think it was because you were a fan. I thought, I'm not going to watch it then. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes someone else watches that. Nah, it's probably shit if he's watching it. <laughs> but did you know they didn't get on in real life? Yeah, apparently so. Did they make up later in life? I hope so. I always hope so. Oh, I always hope for the best for people. That's I good. always want people to get on in the end. Anyway, Dan, what, what do you think you about Catatonia's song, Modern Scully? Yeah, I enjoyed it at the time. Okay, I recently, on one of these old shows where they show old Top of the Pots performances, I saw them, not them, but her sing with the bloke from Space. What, the the ba- Ballad of Tom Jones. Oh my God, it's all <laughs> fucking linked. What is going on? It's all linked. The ballad of Tom Jones and they're singing about underwear and stuff. 
overseeing it. Yeah, basically, to, uh, uh, the story of that one is a couple who want to kill each other, but they are saved by the music of Tom Jones. Beautiful story. But it's happened brings them back together. And while I'm there, do you know what I always think about when I see Keris Matthews on TV? Because she um, does like shows now, the one show and stuff like that. She does a bit of presenting. She does, um, but does she? Okay, oh, she does radio. She, she does, does radio. radio. I don't see her on the radio. No. Um, I always think back to uh, a little spat with Richard Ashcroft in the 90s. Do you remember this? I don't remember this. I always this. remember this because he had, of course, the song The Drugs Don't Work. Yes, he did. And well, she, it was the verb, but... Yeah, and I'm sure it might have been an enemy or something, but I remember the headline saying something along the lines of the drugs do work if you stop shoving them up your ass, Richard, or something like that. Yeah. But of course, I'm sure they can work if they sho- you shove them up your ass. Certain drugs do go up your ass. So what have we learnt there? Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're probably right, but a lot of mention for Welsh people. So good luck to the Welsh, I say. I've never liked them. Right. I've never liked them. I've, you've al- I've always said that. I've never liked Favourite Welshman. You're part Welsh. <laughs> Favourite Welshman, Gary Charles, the former Notting Forest right back. <laughs> that is a hell of a joke. I don't even know if he's Welsh. Was he? I don't know. Okay, favourite Welshman for sure, Colin Jackson. Okay, there we go. Hurdling through life. <laughs> um, Crikey. Oh, I, was say, well, I did say, Dan, what have you what have you been up to? I know you've been up to something, because we talked about something you were going to do last week. Well, it has and been and a week. It has been a week. Wedding season. One person's wedding. <laughs> I'll explain for the casual. It was an Indian affair. One Indian, one white, you know, mixed fusion. They can do that these days as well. Uh, so we had a... One day was a religious ceremony where there was a blessing given. There was a, I was in charge of tea and drinks that day. Did a stellar job, if I do uh, say you, so. You did, you did tell us about the, the, yeah, the drinks and the, and the spoons going missing. Yeah. Then we had the Mendy night where we celebrated the bride side. It's normally just the bride side, but because whites weren't doing anything, whites were invited as well. <laughs> Bring them all together. That was a lot of fun. Then, of course, the big day, the ceremony in the morning. I did a bit of pushing a guide around a religious book it's just something i do i had to guide around was one of the brothers guide around with a book there's a religious book in the middle i just i wasn't near the book she's not allowed to touch the book so one brother passes past past gets past I, I there's hope, a book in the I, middle i hope people understood that. there's a book in the middle she gets passed around the book by four she different she gets passed around the yeah. book she follows the groom and we all pass around I got stuck in the bit where the bloody wires were and a bloody plinth and stuff, and I basically had no room to manoeuvre. I looked like right tit, but apart from that, lovely time. <laughs> then, of course, in the evening, the reception, well, during the middle bit, my suit was arrived. That's good news for the evening, otherwise I would have been suitless. Go to the well, reception. Well, before you move on to the suit, I saw you in the suit. Trousers a little tight. Oh, tight on the arse. they were tight. I'm just glad they didn't rip and I didn't have to bend down too much. <laughs> when I did bend over, I'd already taken my trousers off. That was a private moment. <laughs> I don't wish to discuss that. <laughs> so then the ceremony, I mean the reception, my speech. I don't know if we should talk about it or not. And then everyone I had think, a party. I think we should talk about party. speech because you mentioned the speech and there was a debate. There was a joke you were going to do and you weren't sure if you were going to do it. And I've seen the speech because uh, it was very kindly filmed and uh, forwarded on. Um, now, I, I've forgotten what... How did you start your speech? Um, I said, I've, you're going to have to bear with me. I've cut this down. I was going to do half an hour, but the bride said two to three minutes normally satisfies her. That that got a big laugh. That big is, laugh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's when I said zing. Ah, that was, that was <laughs> possibly the highlight of your speech, I think, because after that, uh, how did you feel the reception for you? Oh, <laughs> the reception for me... Uh, Overall, was overwhelmingly good. Overwhelmingly good. The speech, though? No, that's just what I'm talking about. Uh, I couldn't go anywhere afterwards without people stopping me. Yeah. I was like a celebrity. People shaking my hands. Oh, amazing. One bloke stopped me twice to tell me how good he was. <laughs> he, uh, he's quite drunk. One guy said it's the best speech he's ever heard at a wedding. Wow. That is a fact, a comment. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, don't know what to tell you. I mean, others may be a bit dubious about con- some of the adult content. I should have warned them, maybe. Yeah, may- maybe so. Um, yeah, I, 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 I did enjoy your introduction of, um, for for those of you who don't know me, I'm Dan. 
I'm not the I'm not the groom. <laughs> I'm no. not even related to him. <laughs> it's confusing for some brown people when there's a white man there as well. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I was like a celebrity for that evening, and I kind of miss those moments now. The the highlight for me was we you run the joke past me off off the podcast, and I said, "No, nah, that's pretty good." Oh, it could be your fault. <laughs> and you went with it, and just before you said the punchline. There was a shout from the crowd. You you telling me you think it was the bride? I believe so. Of no, don't. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you can't turn back. You've got. I mean, commit. you could have walked away from it. I feel like that they would have got the joke without no. you saying the joke. No, not no. everyone would have got it. And also, one comment from another person world for after there was a couple on the dance floor. They came over. They were praising, praising. One called me so brave. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> if anything, I'm a hero. I'm like, it's what you've always wanted. I'm like a firefighter on 9-11 or something. A fucking hero. So, yeah. And you know what else I discovered at a wedding? I'm a much better dancer. I don't think I'm much of a dancer in any case, but I'm better with a one glass in my hand. Yeah, it, better dancing with a glass? Yeah, I've got... Because I don't one really hand know busy what, then. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing with my arms. And then this one's at least like, well, he's not doing all his moves because he's holding a glass. Otherwise, he'd be fucking breakdancing or something. That's what I think about dancing. No. Overall, fantastic wedding. Good. And hopefully someone else get married because I need to wear that suit again and I am available for speeches. Yeah, you need another summer wedding. Uh, that's yeah. not really a winter suit, yeah. is it? Anyone get married soon, do you know? Uh, no. I've just no. seen someone just get engaged. I don't think they're banging it through now, are they? <laughs> it was a celebrity as well. I can't remember who it was. Awesome. <laughs> um, anyway, what have you been up to? Uh, wow, what have I been up to? I've... Oh, I... Whilst you were wedding, not not a word, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I had tickets to some local wrestling that we've enjoyed before, and I took our father Bob. Our father, who our father Bob <laughs> in the same house. <laughs> um, so yeah, I took Bob with me, um, and I was surprised. Now I've taken Bob to wrestling before, a larger venue against his will. Yeah, he wasn't that. Not that bothered, I think, is the best best way of describing it. We went along. I get us a drink. We sit down, sit down in the same seats, always the same seats. Um, and he just lets himself go. Lets himself go. Starts oh. booing, oh. cheering. He's, he's having a go at the wrestlers. Oh, he's having a great time, he is. Excellent stuff. Um, and, uh, I mean... I offer him another drink. He doesn't want a drink. He's got a pint of Guinness there. He's, they he's do working Guinness on. There. They do do Guinness there. He's working on a pint of Guinness. I've nipped out and I've got myself a couple of doubles, to be honest. Oh, nice. Doubling. I don't think he knows how drunk I was. <laughs> um, but we have a chat and he says something. It's interesting. Um, he said to me, I said, oh, see, you're enjoying it. He said, you know what? I'm just get into it. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to see these people again. Oh, that's a very good point. Uh, he said it's like when he's on holiday and he wants, like, the, our parents go on cruises, They have there's performances and dance and stuff like that, and he wants to get up and dance. And our mum's like, no, no. And he said, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I'm not going to see these people again. I don't care if I make a tit of myself. Oh. What a great attitude it that is. is. It's spot on there. Um <laughs> More people should do that. You shouldn't care about other people's things. No, you should. Well, you should care about other people's feelings. You shouldn't really care about their judgment of you. Sure. I think is the, is right, the way. Right, putting that. Well done. Um, Judge Winder. <laughs> and then I, uh, I wore a t-shirt. So, longer-term listeners will know that we had a wrestler on once, Michael Oku. His girlfriend is also a wrestler. She goes by the name Amira. I bought a t-shirt of hers. I wore it because I knew she was on. She came. Round the ring, she sees me with the T-shirt. She is thrilled. Oh, I bet she doesn't sell many. I don't think she sells that many, but she's thrilled to see the T-shirt. So she comes over. There's only three rows. We're on the third row. She comes over. She, I'm stood up applauding her. She grabs me by the arm, drags me to the ring. I'm now by the ring. She, there's some people filming. She then starts like turning me round so I'm facing the camera and stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll join it. And like, I hold the T-shirt up. I point to the T-shirt. She starts like chapping, chapping. Oh, like slapping my chest. <laughs> and then I go and sit down. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, 
she did grab me quite hard. <laughs> I was like, oh, that scratched a bit. Oh, um, but I was part of the show for a little bit there. Hopefully you get on TV or something. Or they well, don't I TV. don't know that TV might be a TV deal. Maybe on the internet. Probably. Facebook? They have a Facebook page? They have a Facebook page. I, I assume that uh, they, they are running another show in November. I assume they'll use some sort of footage for that show. Um, and uh, I, I tweeted up about it afterwards. I tweeted the T-shirt. And... If it, oh, if you bear with me for a second, I'll tell you what she said. But what I will tell you as well is after that, we went to the same pub that me and you go to. And um, it was, as usual, pretty dead. The barman, the bald-headed barman was in. He was uh, sitting with the customers. And, uh, you he, have to serve yourself. You know, he, he said, uh, sorry, sorry, gents, I just... Uh, in the middle of an argument with someone, he was texting someone. <laughs> had to wait for that to finish. Then we get our drinks. Um, I think Bob's gone a second Guinness. He's gone Guinness. Guinness heavy. We sit at the table. I pull out some coins. I point him to the jukebox. We go to the jukebox. He loved the jukebox because it's got everything on there. We listened to two Frank Zappa songs on the jukebox. I don't think anyone else appreciated it. Um, they weren't listening. But, yeah, anyway. So, tweet about that. This is what she said. Uh, but uh, yeah, this was so sick. Thank you so so much, Gav. No, oh, you've made a friend. Get oh. on the pod. Well, I've seen before. She doesn't want to do any podcasts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had a fun time with uh, fun time with Bob. Fun time with Bob, indeed. A lovely time was had by all, and sounds like he had a whale of a time. If he was an old lady, perhaps he would have hit someone with his handbag, like the old, did <laughs> back in the, in the old, old day. day. Yeah, He did say to me at one point, so they're not any rounds. And I was like, no, this is not World of Sport from 1970. <laughs> thought he was going to see Big Daddy. <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, Let me just tell you a little funny aside. While I remember about our father who art in the same house, he um, just not long ago, when I was here, um, He's watching some sort of quiz show on TV, as they do. They love a quiz show. We will shortly be on. We can only pray. Anyway, this thing comes up about on the TV saying, enter your code. <laughs> Mother's confused. Bob is confused. And I'm thinking, clearly Bob's pressed something here. <laughs> he doesn't know. And he's like, oh, God, what if I... Oh, oh. He's uh, all over the place, flapping, flapping. And he uh, had pressed the screen mirroring button on his phone to project to the TV. And he said, oh, I didn't know what I was pressing there. I saw a press screen mirroring, and I thought I was going to see my face. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> he thought his phone was intended to mirror. <laughs> that is wrong with this guy. Not great with the technology. No, not 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 usually their finest uh, thing. What can you do? Now, this is a story. This I have a story for you. I got a message from a friend. Now... Good friend, but not one I've spoken not to recently. Best. Not one of your best. <laughs> not one I've spoken recently. And that's because they moved and stuff like that. It is a whole thing. Yeah, people move. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, but I got what I would say was... So first it was like the usual message, like, hey, how are you? How's things? That sort of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. You, blah, blah, blah. And she said to me, um, would you go on a date with my sister? Oh, and I was like, huh? I didn't say anything, and then she's one of these multiple texters. Oh, okay. So not a fan of that, but right. no, I just say it all in one long text. I'll read it; it's fine. Um, when she said, "I'm assuming you're still single," assumption made and correct, <laughs> and then followed up with, "Are you still single?" <laughs> no offense. So, I don't know how to take that that second part. That is nice. And she did explain that she. Wants her her sister to find somebody nice, and she thinks I'm nice, so that's okay. That's that's that bit's fine. But the assumption that I'm always going to be single, I felt a little bit. I well, for me, I'm taking it as a compliment. She she's a listener. Thank you very much for listening. Appreciate it. <laughs> we do make the comment about you being single, and she's spot on to make that comment. Well, then I also then saw you asked for a picture. I didn't ask. Wow! First thing you do. Let's she went, she's gone. She's, she was going on holiday. Oh, bikini shots! Fantastic. What's her Instagram? Let's have a look. No. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Um, but then I also saw this this article that said dating opportunities for single straight men are diminishing because standards are rising. Oh, oh this feels like an attack, doesn't it? <laughs> That's. Uh... 
I mean, whose standards are rising? Uh, well, I think women's standards oh. are rising. <laughs> so young and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've ever been and it's expected to get worse, said a psychologist, Dr. Greg Matos. Um, so he says uh, it's par- partially due to men representing 62% of the dating app users. Um, I hear recurrent dating themes from women between the ages of 25 and 45. They prefer men who are emotionally available, good communicators, and share similar values. Okay, that doesn't seem too far. That's not fetched. massive. That's not a lot to ask for. I mean, good communicator. I, uh, one half of a podcast, oh, I'm saying. Right? If they, they can just if, listen if to the anything, podcast. If anything, communicates too much. Yeah, I'll take it. So, yeah, the problem for men is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of healthy long-term love. Emotional connection requires all the skills that families are still not consistently teaching their young boys. Young boys. Uh, so, yeah, basically, this, uh, this study is saying I'm going to be alone forever. Well... Good cheer, isn't it? Good thing is you've accepted it. <laughs> yes. I've so um, I don't know if this is true. I feel like this. There's a lot of studies about a lot of things, <laughs> and I I don't believe forty five percent of them. Fifty five percent, yeah, I believe them. For forty five percent of them, nah. How, how do you choose? You just gotta pick from randomly, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was gonna be. We're talking of like young boys, as you do. <laughs> that hard drive of Pete Townsend. That can we get hold of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, what did we mention? Was that on the podcast? Or was yeah, that I podcast? So. I thought we were just chatting about Pete Townsend. Um, what do you think of all these kids like ramming through like McDonald's and KFC and just? Have you seen this? I haven't seen this. What's the point of that? They're just taking free food and stuff. I mean, it's not great, but it's a terrible look for these youngsters. I think they look like absolute tools. I saw mm. one on the. I think they were doing it at Tesco Express as well, just bundling in and taking whatever they wanted. Yeah. I mean, this is not good. This is not good. Poor staff. They don't deserve this. They're no, especially on the minimum wage they're yeah. getting. Yeah, awful staff. I mean, to be fair to the staff, don't try and stop them. No, I don't no. think they do really. Well, they can try and stop, but yeah. yeah fuck it's it. It's really not worth it. Well, I just think stop that. Yeah. Can we stop that? Yeah. We'll stop it. What do you think? I, I saw this headline. You see this headline? A man who farted in police officers' faces <laughs> in jail for almost three years. I did see this. Um, it's so misleading. But what what was it like? Some strip search thing was it? Well, it really makes you think. Oh, he's been jailed for fighting in the yeah, police. But that's he was, what they want. He was, that's what they want. He was under arrest for something else. Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. He blew a raspberry at the copper after he's nicked for shoplifting. Okay. He made off with thirty three pound worth of beer and cider and vape products from a garage. When he was arrested, he broke wind in the officer's face <laughs> during the course of that arrest on our father's birthday. So he'll be. <laughs> a lovely tribute. Um, so, yeah, he pleaded guilty to robbery, shoplifting, and possession of a bladed article. That's why he's gone to jail. Okay, so he's got a knife. Yeah, and not because... Don't lead with the headline, oh, he's fighting in a police... And I mean, also... He has fighting in a police yeah, face, but that's has. not the story. That might have been out of fear. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, who, like, why is that story out there? Who's telling that story? The policeman? Is he te- <laughs> you, you don't want us. Guess what, guys? I've arrested him. You fired him in my face. Invited him in my face. Why are you telling us that? You sound like right, What if two, maybe there was two of them, and then the report from the other one, the suspect then farted in PC blah, blah, uh, or Either way, nobody's coming out of this a winner. No. <laughs> I wouldn't like to be farted in my face. Would you like that? I definitely wouldn't. Yeah. No. Even for an attractive lady? No. You know what? I'm all right. I'll be alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's why you can't find a lady, because you won't let them fart in your face. <laughs> and women love that. Do they? I, I don't think know. they do. Bet some do. No, there will definitely be Get some that do. There's the ones that sell her farts. Oh, yeah, that. of course. I would never buy a fart. No. Anyway, I would never. Yeah, that woman farted so much, she put herself in the hospital. I just, it's not for me. No. I'm not a big smells guy. <laughs> I'm not one for lyrics or smells. <laughs> I like a nice smell. I don't mind a nice smell. We're not going to wank over a smell. No. I'm certainly not the one no, that's come up no. someone's ass. No, that's not a nice smell. Uh, if you are thinking of sending me a fart in a jar, please don't. <laughs> I will I refuse to open it and I'll send it straight back. I won't even send it back. I'll throw it away. So you're wasting your own time. Listen again. If you're going to send me a fart, I say this with peace and love. Do not send me a <laughs> fart in a jar. Love. Who are you, Ringo Starr? Peace and love, peace and love. Do not send me a fart in a jar. I will not even open it. I'll definitely not open it. Thank you. I've made that clear. No farts in jars. Um, in a totally different su- subject, did you see the the girl that got into a fight with a snake? Oh, 
may I guess what snake? Uh, you... Was it Justin Trouser Snake? It was not Justin Trouser Snake. Uh, so this is a two-year-old girl. <laughs> oh. Um, and a 20-inch snake in the oh, garden. Oh, Justin Timberlake, you wrong. <laughs> we'll um, Pete next. So the the girl's father was at work with his daughter when his daughter was bitten by the snake. So the snake bit her. Um, in the uh, on the face, I think Ooh, it was. Not the She's in the garden. The snake's bitten her in the face. She, as a reaction, has bitten the snake back. Ooh. She has killed the snake. Wow! Where did she bite his head off? Or uh, probably in its head or neck or something. But uh, she got first aid for it and then was taken to Bingo Maternity and Children's Hospital for further treatment. <laughs> and then the the article says the snake. Was unfortunately beyond saving. <laughs> I don't think they tried. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's gonna grow up. As a I mean, she's only two. What sort of teeth has she got? Mm-hmm. She's really got to chomp down on it. I mean, to be fair, if something bites you, can you bite it back? I think that's a natural reaction. Then clearly, primitive instincts came out there. Yeah. Hunter gatherer, gatherer, snake. Well, attacker. she's a hunter for sure, isn't she? <laughs> well, it just goes to show. Snakes shouldn't mess with two-year-old girls. Yeah. Or. Encourage snakes to attack kids to make them tougher. Mm. What do you think about that? Because sometimes kids aren't tough, are they? And they might need toughening up. That's true. And so she forever will be the girl that killed a snake. Snake killer. Cool yeah. nickname already. Yeah. Snake assassin. Ooh. Too much. Too many I think. I think cooler. Okay. Well, let's have a quiz. <laughs> okay. Is that cooler? <laughs> this one is about, um, it's about speeches. It's about the... Award shows, that kind of stuff. It's quite an easy one, I'll give you that. Is this because you did a speech? It is. Okay. okay. I'll start you off with a nice easy one. Basically, you just need to tell me who said this at which speech. Not which award. Just tell me who said this. Okay, I understand. It's starting off easy, okay? You love me, you really... No, you like me, you really like me. That's a better oh, start. Oh, no. You like me, you really like me. Okay, That's just the easy one, isn't it? It's not the easiest, then. No. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. Which one of the two? Is it Liza Minnelli? What's the other one? Judy Garland. What's the other one? Oh. <laughs> I can't give you that one. It was uh, Sally Fields. Ah. Remember it now? No. Okay. Who said this is the shortest ever acceptance speech on Oscars? Shortest ever. It's my privilege. Thank you. And you said shortest. Was there a clue in there? So, it's either a short person or Martin Short. <laughs> I don't think Martin Short's been cleaning up. Um, short people. Who's short? Um, uh, how short? How short <laughs> is she? Uh, like, because the reason I said how short, I'm thinking, are we thinking like Kenny Baker? <laughs> right. Again, okay, this is an Oscar. Right. What do you think Kenny Baker won the uh, Oscar for? Uh, Best man in a robot. Yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, C-3PO would have been livid. Just name a short actor for the love of... Danny DeVito? Okay, well, (laughs) you're shooting with DeVito. It was, uh, of course, Joe Pesci. Ah. Joe Pesci. Okay. It's going well, this, isn't it? Well, it's not an easy quiz, as I said. Oh, no, I said it's easy. The 2016 People's Choice Humanitarian Award... This person said this. It's quite dark now. Yeah, it's got dark. This is crazy. I mean, so, so deserved, but this is crazy. I started my show just to make people happy and to make people laugh and to get very, very rich. Um, right. Important things there. Show. Rich. Show. Show and rich. Very important. Very good. Um, Whittled that down. Humanitarian as well. Who's a humanitarian? I th- I, you know what? I'm going to be really, really shit at this. Okay. Um, Accept that. When was it? 2016? 2016. She wasn't, it, she wasn't in trouble then. Is it Ellen? Oh! Well done, sir. Where did that come from? Very, very rich. <laughs> when you started mulling, I thought he was going to go for Oprah here. Oh, no. It would have been earlier, wouldn't it? Well, that's good. They're well done. She'd be proud of that. I got a point. Angelina. Oh. Is it Angelina Jolie? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, she won Best Supporting Actress. I'll mix this up. What did she fill in the blank? Okay. I'm in shock and I'm so in love with my blank right now. 
What does she say? Angelina Jolie. Children. <laughs> no, because... Craft. I think because it was it was a bit strange, this one. Like, why did she say that? Uh, well, if she said children, everyone would be like, all right, cool. So there's um, something she said. Brother? Yes! She did. I did. No, it was vaguely familiar yeah, now when it? you said weird. I didn't remember that at all. Somebody here won an Emmy Award, and she said this. A lot of people come up here and thank Jesus for this award. I want you to know that no one had less to do with this award than Jesus. <laughs> Suck it, Jesus. This award is my God now. Ah, oh, I like it. She. Uh, she. It's an Emmy, you say. I say an Emmy. It's an Emmy for TV, is it? Yeah. Right. I will say it's a comedian. I thought it might be. Okay, fair enough. You already knew that. Um, so, I don't know any. <laughs> no women are funny, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Which, did, did you give me a year on this? I or? didn't, because mm. I couldn't remember it. Hmm. Um, I'm going... Oh. Do you want initials? Because it's quite a tricky one. Give me one. the first initial. K. Right, and not what I was thinking. Okay. Um, hang on. No, give me the uh, other initial. Then. G. KG. Ah, oh, I didn't help at all. <laughs> Kathy yeah. Griffin. It was. <laughs> Could have been, of course. Ah, oh, King when you Griffey said, Jr. When you said comedian, that's a bit of a stretch for oh. Kathy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, other names in my head were. <laughs> they're so ridiculous. First one I thought of was Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Mm. Uh, that um, would then when you said you'll give you a, give you an initial, <laughs> I thought maybe it's Chelsea Handler. <laughs> okay, well you were thinking of comedians, so point for that. Who in 2016 mistakenly claimed he was the first openly gay man to win an Oscar? 2016. Mm. 2016. A lot of these from 2016. Well, it's the first one, so I <laughs> know <laughs> the Adam one as well. Um, a lot of these right, two. openly gay actors. To win an Oscar, he mistakenly said he was the first openly gay. When you say mistakenly, he I think he'd read something or heard something incorrectly, and he thought he was the first. Oh, I thought you it. meant he, he accidentally said he was gay <laughs> when he wasn't. <laughs> oh, come out! Oh no, no, I'm not. Oh, bollocks! Yeah, so he went up there. And was like, I'm the only gay in the village, kind of thing, and everyone's like, mm, what are you "That's about, not mate? actually true." Um, oh, I can't think of openly gay actors. Did I say actor? Or did I say Oscar winner? Oh. Oh. Um. Did she win an Oscar? No. You're thinking out loud. Yeah. Well, you know, got to fill the air. <laughs> Name a gay. Name a gay. Oh, is it? Oh, 2016? No, I don't know. Um, What's her name? The uh, one that the guy shot Reagan for. Whoa, what? <laughs> Someone shot Reagan for this person? Yeah. Who are you talking about? Um, the, ah, oh, she's in Taxi Driver. The, she's in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I, is she gay? All right, so it's not her. I don't know. Well, it's not her, obviously, <laughs> I'm giving that way. Well, I'm going to tell you. Portia de Rossi. <laughs> okay, fine, brilliant, because she's... Cleaned up at the Oscars for <laughs> starring in Ali McBeal <laughs> and nothing else. I think she was, was she a sirens? <laughs> I don't know what that is. The answer is Sam Smith. Ah. Sam. But who was I thinking of? I don't know. Remind me what you said. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, you can see her. Yeah. Meg Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> right. You think of that, but also think of this person. When you say think of that, I'm going to Google it. In 2002 VMAs, who mistakenly thought they'd won the Artist of the Millennium Award? Oh, I kind of remember that. Oh, was it Michael Jackson? It was Michael Jackson, of course. Britney Spears mentioned that she thought he was the Artist of the Millennium. He thought he'd won. What did he actually win? Uh, I can't say, but the I Pete, can't say. Pete Townsend Award for <laughs> Best Hard Drive. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Pete Townsend's getting an absolute kick in today. <laughs> Um, right. Who, in 1997, MTV Awards said this. The world is bullshit. You shouldn't model your life about what you think we think is cool and what we're wearing and what we're saying and everything. Who? What was the award? 1997 VMAs. MTV oh, I thought you said MTV. Yeah. yeah. 1997. The world is bullshit. Fans shouldn't model your life on what you 
think that we think is cool. Mm. They might have to give you initials in this one. It's a tricky okay. one. F-A. F-A. Oh, they didn't really help again. F. F-A. F-A. There's, that. There's not that many names beginning with F. Name them all. Here we will sit tight. Fred. Next. Frank. Okay. You gave me the FRs. <laughs> yes. That was it. Felipe. <laughs> okay. So you've named all the F names. That's uh, completed that. So you must have whittled down. F-A is a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Shall I give it to you? Yeah. I'm saying I won't. <laughs> I'll give you the answer. Fiona Apple. Ah. Oh, Do you okay. remember her? Yes. What happened to her? Uh, just drifted away. Last one. Now, in 1998, this person, when collecting an award, called for a moment of silence for victims of the Titanic. Who was that? I'm sorry, what? In 1998, this person called for a moment of silence for victims of the Titanic. Is it James Cameron? It is James Cameron. What a prick. Afterwards, he said something else silly as well, apparently. He did say he'd had quite a lot to drink. Ah. The answer that everybody was, I'm sure, screaming at me was Jodie Foster. Foster! Dr. Foster went to Gloucester to fetch a pail of water. The, the, remember there was the guy who sh- shot Reagan and he said he did it for Jodie Foster? I don't remember. I remember, oh, no. Reagan went mental, didn't he? He had dementia, yes. Oh, I thought he had syphilis. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, you just don't know. Um, did you know? I always see the thing, not always, but I see it on the internet, like on TikTok or Wherever I see things, probably TikTok, that's where you see everything. Yeah. But they say in Reagan's last years when he was, you know, loopy loo, <laughs> and he'd always he'd go and rake his leaves and stuff, and then, like, his protection would go and put some more leaves out there. So oh. Something to do. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's nice, but maybe he. he he's tiring him out, Maybe that was the idea. From? Tire him out, put him to bed. Um, I did see that once you're president, you can never drive on public roads again. Really? You have to be driven. <sighs> Forever. Is that a good thing or bad thing? It's a bad thing. I think it'd be nice to have the option. Yeah. But you don't... But you're not allowed to. You just want to nip out and you're like, ah, where are you going? You've got to get your driver. Mind you, you have secret service for the rest of your life as well. Yeah. That well, must be a fucking ball like for those ones, eh? Trumpy doesn't deserve that. Well, I just think of some of the other ones that aren't doing much... Poor Secret Service guy. He's trained all these years. He's just got to hang around the house while somebody like does some painting. Well, George Bush does painting now, doesn't he? he just sits there painting for six hours. There's fucking gun- a guy with a gun just waiting. They're going, oh, I wish someone would attack him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Clinton's a fun one. You get to drive him around to his mistresses and stuff. Yeah. Maybe put him in the back of the car and bang and drop her off again. <laughs> just don't just don't stop moving. Yeah. And Biden, I once he's done, he. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> he ain't oh, making yeah. it out of alive. <laughs> oh, um, that Are you threatening Joe, <laughs> Joe Biden's life? No. He ain't making I, this I think time is threatening Joe Biden's yeah. life. Oh, time waits for no man, as of course Eusebio said once. Shall we do music? <laughs> um, do you want to do the question? We can do whatever you like. We we usually finish on the uh, on the music, don't we? Uh, it was your your question this week, so you go ahead. Right after we lost Darius, rest in peace, one love brother. I very respectfully didn't tweet the uh, the penis, penis out picture. Oh, wow. If you if you want that, just get in touch. I'll send it to you. If you want a picture of your penis or uh, Darius's penis being shown to a small child. What if they want a picture of your penis? Is that can they still get in touch? Uh, we'll negotiate rates. Okay, so I was looking to get other people to number one before they pass away. It's always been my life goal since last week. <laughs> since last week. Um. Rick Belson came in strong with uh, your favourite, Tom Jones. Oh, it's all come back to Tom, isn't it? Uh, Jackie said, <laughs> well, started off by saying, so you're re- thinking of releasing a tune. Right, okay, we're not going to release the song. That <laughs> would get us to number one. Hmm, other than you guys with your own, uh, with your one-hit wonder, ooh, I don't like how she assumes we can't do more than one <laughs> we song. We do follow-ups. Um, I'm thinking I'd love to see Sting or the police back at number one. Roxanne. And then she uh, did actually at the official Sting. Oh, did he get in touch? Didn't see anything there. Probably get him mm. on next week then. You said uh, you, you was, your response to that was I wouldn't mind seeing the police uh, back on top of the job. Can I tell you? I was lying. I couldn't give a shit about Couldn't give a shit about the police. Uh, now, I, I don't know who this is, but it says Bahas Explore. 
Some sort of explorer. Okay. Imagine Tina, Dolly, and Tom all getting down and dirty together and putting out a bluesy belter. Now, they want a new song. So that's Turner, Part, and... And Jones. Good so a lot of powerful voices. Yeah, there, isn't gosh. <laughs> power. Um, my vote, though, goes to Grace Jones. Grace Jones. One more smash hit for her would be fantastic. I don't know a single Grace Jones song. Did she do pull up to the pull up to my bumper, baby? Is that Jones? I don't know. Um, Is she, of course, the wife of Tom Jones, <laughs> uh, adopted daughter. Oh God! <laughs> How old was she when he adopted her? Twenty. <laughs> Tom, I can't have a word about this, mate. <laughs> Actually, uh, they're they're probably closer in age than I've given that. <laughs> um, Anna has said peaches. You familiar with peaches? Moldy peaches? No, no, just peaches. Then no, quite grungy. Give me one song. Oh, I couldn't tell okay. you. Okay. Uh, and and Rick, Rick's come in. I, I always love it when Rick gets involved, but he's gone with Johnny Clegg. So what now? Not a fucking clue <laughs> what he's on about there. But, um, so it could be his mate. Could be. Um, now I. Couldn't really think of anyone because I was taking it along the lines of someone who hadn't been okay, in a one before. Right. So I had a little look. Well, actually, I say that I googled huge pop acts who've never scored a number one single in mm-hmm. the UK. Now, on this list, we've got Janet Jackson. Okay, not massively bothered by that. Nope. Uh, I mean, it says Amy Winehouse. That doesn't work for us. She's dead. Yeah. Shania Twain. That's surprising. Oh, not even the one about not impressing them much. Never been above number three. Ah, that's a shame. With uh, that don't impress me much and man, I feel like a woman. Oh, she's two bangers there. And of course she's suffered from, is it breast cancer? I don't know. Oh, you look shocked because I think I'm thinking of Anastasia, am I? <laughs> she had cancer. Yeah, yes, Anastasia did, yeah. Ah, so, um, Buble. Michael Buble's never had a number oh, one. come on. He's had Christmas number one. No, he's, he's had Christmas number one albums. Of course he has, every year for the last ten. When it comes to a single, never above number five. May I suggest that's because he only sings Frank Sinatra songs and nothing original. Maybe mm. you do an original song, you get to number one boobs. Uh, uh, sorry for Buble fans who will be offended by that. Uh, this this says Jonas Blue. Okay. I don't know. What, what is that? I don't know, but you're saying it, so I'm go just, with it. I'm just reading it and it's confused yeah. me. They've had two, two, four, and three. So what's your answer? Uh, still, I don't know. Brilliant. Absolutely. Dolly Parton is my no answer. Point. Dolly Parton. Yeah, I agree. No, you're <laughs> you said Tom Jones originally. Oh, did I? Then I don't agree with you anymore. Because <laughs> this podcast is mainly about Tom Jones. And I will tell you for now that, of course, Tom Jones is eight years older than his adopted daughter, <laughs> Grace Jones. Is that right? Very bizarre relationship. <laughs> Was he 18 and he adopted a 10-year-old? What happened? We um, must find out. Also, one that you'll enjoy, Alicia Keys, never number one. Oh, uh, well. She's got a bit of time still, I reckon. She has got time. She's not really making bangers well, anymore. Well, we she? say she's got time, but look at Darius. Time waits for no man. Or as, man. As you Eusebio said, apparently. <laughs> Thank you, Eusebio, for your quotes this week. Is he still alive? Let's get him to number one. With his quote. Not sure he Eusebio's alive. Oh, we've lost another good man this not, week. Not sure Eusebio sings songs, to oh, be honest. We could write a song about Eusebio. Yes. What was his nickname? Black Panther. That's a film. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now I've started thinking that was right. No? No. 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 That can't be that. right. That can't be right. Edit that out. I sound like quite tit. Right, um, do we have a question this week? Who's your favourite? Jones, Grace or Tom? No, Happy we're not doing... Who, oh, we could, there's a lot of Joneses. We could do... A fa- no, we're not doing favourite Jones. Jones. Yeah, when I just start naming Jones. Um... I just thought of this as as I was telling the story earlier. What is the worst bodily function you could have in your face? <laughs> is no. it a fart? Is no. it a fart? Okay. Well, uh, no, it's a shit. It's <laughs> clearly a shit. Oh, something threw up in your face. Oh, we're not doing that okay. either. Because um, there's no answer. <laughs> who would you pick to date a sibling? Oh, that's a good one. Pulled that one out of the air. Now it can be. Somebody you know. That won't really help us much because we'll be confused. Let's extend to a family member. Who you would might you want to hook up your mum with someone or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Your granddad? 
Your granddad's pleased. He's, uh, oh, he will be once you hook him up with Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly Parton! No, I think in Melinda Messenger. But ah, fine. Send him out. Both just a <laughs> <goes>. big tit. <laughs> <laughs> no, both very talented in their own ways. Messenger, of course. She uh, uh, presents 60-minute makeover. Oh, does she really? Great stuff. Lovely tits. Well done, her. <laughs> and, of course, Dolly Parton wrote some lovely songs. Banging songs. So yeah. they've both done well in their own right. Who's better... We can't say. At this point, there's no way of saying who is the more talented. Melinda Messenger. Is it, is it Dolly Parton, though? It's Dolly Parton. It's Baps Out Messenger for me. <laughs> of course, her nickname was Baps Out Messenger. Right, great. What was uh, Who would you pick to date a family member? Let us know the family member. Let us know who you're banging them with. Not banging them with, but setting them up with. Maybe romantic style. Maybe as a friend. But mainly romantic style. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Get in touch with that. The usual avenues, be there with Belson at gmail.com, be there with Belson, you know, all over the world. There with Belson as well, <laughs> on the Twitter world, as OJ would say. Right, music. Yes. Why OJ. would Twitter, uh, why would OJ say that? Have you not seen OJ on Twitter? No, I try not to see too much of OJ. Well, <laughs> it's very creepy. You've got to keep your eye on him, he might sneak up on you. <laughs> Didn't do it, innocent, of course. He always starts with, hey, Twitter world. Oh, okay. It's quite That's a fun it. little thing. Yeah. For well. a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Twitter world, just killed another woman. Right. <laughs> you can't you prove it. Two songs. Do you want to go first? Uh, I can't read my writing, so okay. you, you go I first. My, but I'll start. Cult Boyfriend by... Somebody who I didn't write down. Jeffrey Lewis, I think that's Jeffrey Lewis, not related to Melinda Messenger. (laughs) Denise Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) Denise Lewis. Um, This, for me, was very much your kind of thing, I thought. With songs like this, I don't mind them for one or two listens, but that's it for me. I wouldn't go back to it. Fair enough. Wouldn't go back to it. But I didn't, you know, I'm not hating on Jeff Lewis, you know. He sounds like a lovely (laughs) white gentleman. (laughs) Who knows? My (laughs) favourite. Molly sells Molly... What? Molly sells Molly by the seashore. Okay. Didn't do much for me, this one. But it did make me think of something. Do you still listen to the band Kanicki at all? <laughs> no, I haven't heard Kanicki for a long time. Yeah, maybe you want to revisit them. Okay. Because, you know, Lauren Laverne, she's moved on to other things now. But the songs are still out there, available they to are. listen, probably on Spotify. Yeah. No, I'm sure they are. So maybe give them a listen this week and tell me what you think. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. So that song thought made me think of. Okay. It can take music can take you different places. Yes, it can. Um, you gave me Bars Simpson. It wasn't spelled how I wrote it down. By uh, Sunny Jim. Sunny Jim. And when I wrote down Sunny Jim, I've made it two words, but it's apparently just one. Oh. Um, I genuinely can't think what this was now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it about an hour ago. Yeah. Um, I think it was fine. It, it was fine, but not memorable. Then, yeah, really, it's fine, but not memorable. Really, not a memorable one. Um, which is disappointing for them, I'm sure. Oh, well, it's featured MF Doom, who is dead, so I don't think he cares that much. Well, I'm sure he doesn't care, but no. Oh. Um, you also gave me <laughs> "My Life Would Suck Without You" by Kelly Clarkson. I mean, I was already aware of the song, vaguely aware of the song. I didn't basically. I knew the chorus. <laughs> that's, that's what that turns out. Um. Oh, she's got a set of pipes on her, isn't she? Oh. <laughs> oh, when she gets going. Yeah, big last night. Um, well. Although, in the video for some of the songs, not so big. Not okay. so big. Well, she hasn't always been big. Up and down. Fluctuator. Up and down. Like an Osborne. Killing yeah. Osborne. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a good pop song. Yeah, good I really like it. Um, Yeah, well done, Kelly Osborne. I like that song. I've always liked that song. And um, just while we're on Kelly Osborne. <laughs> we're not on Kelly Well, Osborne. we're about to be because... Matthew, who of course has offered us a song to listen to, he has told us, well, he told me that he did masturbate over Kelly Osborne once and he said it was quite a low point. So <laughs> his song this week was A Minute Without You by Hanson. Oh, God. <laughs> a Minute Without You by Hanson. Um, it's certainly no umbop, was it? It's no umbop. Um, it sounds vague, vaguely old. Hmm. Like oh, I don't think it's a new song. <laughs> no, 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 like Tom Jones, almost seventies, eighties rock, but not heavy rock, <laughs> very light rock. Yeah, there was a trademark. Like oh, chalk. yeah, in there <laughs> as well. Like I say, trademark because they did it a bit in Umbop. <laughs> but one guy sings, oh, sings, oh yeah, like in Umbop. 
Ah. Maybe throughout the al- album that was a thing. They spread it throughout the, well, every song. We we will never know. We can't know. We just can't listen to the album. <laughs> but thanks for that one, Matthew. Um, nice to know Hanson didn't just do one song. We also we had a second song. Oh, we which did. I'm pretty sure you're looking at you now. You've not listened to. Um, which was "Don't Be Racist" by Magnolia Park. Oh, uh, I didn't listen to it because I couldn't get on board with the sentiment. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Joking, I didn't. I forgot this. Was it good? Uh, uh, it was. It's fairly standard uh, pop punk affair. Okay. The thing that makes it interesting, mm-hmm. they're all black men. Oh. You don't see a lot of black men in pop punk, do you? No, that's good. Um, and I think that's basically what the song's about. I got sent that by Anna, who uh, we've previously criticised some of her choices before. Uh, but uh, the song is perfectly fine. Okay, good. Um, and when she sent it to me, she actually sent me the YouTube link, so I saw the video and I knew they were black. Ah, Without that, would I know they're black? You wouldn't need Does to. Does it matter? No, because don't be racist, like they say. Like they say. What have we got this week? We've got one by Black what? the Ripper. Hang on. What? Black the Ripper? Black the Ripper. Some of the names you've come with me with. Um, this song is called, one of your favourite places, London Zoo. I do like London Zoo. And the other song is called, The Brenda Song. By abstract mind state that he thinks he's written down. <laughs> You'll the find it. I'm How many songs are called sure the Brenda song? Yeah. Um, okay, for you, I've got... Stella Donnelly, How Was Your Day? Fine. No, no, that's the name of the song. Relation of Declan Donnelly, no doubt. I think they might be either Australian or New Zealand. Um, and... One that's come up before, but I will tell you I was struggling a little bit this week for anything new for you. Okay. So uh, we're going with Illuminati, Illuminati Hotties are coming back. We had one of their songs way back, probably not on this playlist. It was the first playlist. And uh, Pressed to Death, and that two is a number two. Number two. Talking of number twos, we've got one from Matthew. <laughs> Thank you very much, Matthew. Kelly Osborne. Kelly Osborne with her hit. Changes. changes. <laughs> oh, oh, I couldn't think of another song. She definitely did others. Yeah. Um, there's a song called Coco Jambu by Mr. President. No idea about that, but I'm looking forward to trying something new. <laughs> as long as you remember. Well, can't remember everything, can you? <laughs> you can't. Um, have you got anything else for the lovely listeners? Genuinely? No, I haven't. Genuinely, you've <laughs> no, got nothing. Absolutely not. It's nice that you put genuinely in there. Looking through so. a bit of paper, I haven't got anything. I've written down Fartman, <laughs> McDonald. No, I think we've covered everything. Covered it all. Excellent. Um, well, in that case, we should get out of your way. Once again, thank you so much for listening. It's always our pleasure. Let us know who you would have date a family member, which family member, and who you'd have date them. Um, and Look after yourselves. And each other. <laughs> you should say that. Jerry Springer. It's a family affair. Right. Join us next week. And of course, we've got, not late, because he's still with us, Tom Jones from The Voice, because I can do him. I'm pretty sure I can do him. Oh, bloody hell. I'm from Wales, isn't it? Hey, did I tell you? I fucking knew Elvis. I did. I fucking knew Elvis. Oh, sheep and that, didn't I? Elvis, Welsh, Welsh. Look how Welsh I am with Tom Jones, isn't it? Join us next week. I'll be there with Belson. You'll be there with Belson. I said, I bet you'll get it. Oh, he's losing it. Cut it off. He's losing it. He's losing it. <laughs> he's t- Get rid of it. Bye.